0: do super mega crash brothers turbo we're through 100 and we're just doing it crazy now it's crazy it's new it's a it's a whole I'm new 100 to not
1: interrupt and be stupid loud this time <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm your host steven white with mrs my co-host lacia finley
1: hello happy monday
0: i wanted to throw like everybody last off. week
1: i totally forgot that you just normally introduced me and i'm just like let's do it i'm excited yeah. i got caught up in the whole thing like i've never done this show
0: it was the one hundred episode hype, is all it was. And see, I was throwing You're it up, I was ch- changing it up today. I was trying to make it all crazy because they're going to be like, "Oh, what's the next hundred going to be like? Who knows?" It's crazy. We don't
1: know, dude. Like yeah. we we we're usually awake like an hour. Give us mm. give us time. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's right. <laughs> or maybe so, me. I don't know. You've got a life. You got to get up. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, how's how's everything?
1: Oh, decent enough, man. You know, today's the uh, well. By the time you guys hear this, it'll have been two days ago, but uh, the hubby's birthday. Nice. I got conned into working tonight because there's this really stupid holiday that a small portion of the Midwest celebrates called Sweetest Day. So it's like a second Valentine's Day, which means those of us in restaurants that work in that small portion of the Midwest hates life one more day of the year outside of that one day in February. Mm -hmm. So um, I didn't realize it fell on that holiday and I was asked to work even though I had it requested off and granted. So I bargained for another day off next week because my sister is coming into town for mine. So got got a bunch of stuff going on.
0: I didn't realize there was another love day. I mean, it just seems like a pointless... It's
1: only this... If you've heard of Fannie Mae Chocolate, I'm told like she started this. So I guess it's just that small portion of the Midwest that knows that chocolate company and probably has those stores that celebrate it. Mm. It's just another... Silly thing to go out and <sniffs> with your loved one at a restaurant and fight crowds. and
0: Even you know. though you should let them know you care about them year round.
1: Oh, for sure. Just, but now just if you think. live where I live, you have two times a year to mm. force you to celebrate and spend extra money
0: stupid but it really is whatever
1: i never heard of it till i moved up here and i forget about it every single year as long as i've worked here that it's this thing in october because i Mm. think it's always on a saturday so like it always just slips my mind because it's like thanksgiving you know where it's not the same date every year but it's always on a thursday you know or Mm. the last thursday of the month Right. So I always forget about this silliness, but I guess if you live in this portion, happy sweetest day.
0: Sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it.
0: Right. It's gotten cold. Have you noticed?
1: It really has. Yeah. I, yeah. I've i already had to kick on the heater because we're starting to like start our days 41 degrees and mm-hmm. it's just a little chilly. Yeah.
0: I think I turned mine on. Sometime in the middle of the week because it was going to get down to like 34 in the evening. And I was like, Ooh. all right, it
1: might it might be time to turn that wow, on. You're about as cold as we are then right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, right now, I'm not really I haven't checked, but it was cold outside. It's cold in this room right now, but I'll be fine. It's fine. It's all good.
1: I know. I need to finally take the window unit out, I think. (laughs) But when I play Beat Saber, I like turning it on because then I do get hot and it's a small room and I'm like, I could turn it on real fast. Of course, all I did all winter was just open the window and that Mm -hmm. would freeze me out in here too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not complaining, mind you. I just, you know, kind of, there seems to be no transition from summer to fall. It's like summer a hint of fall and then winter directly it just
1: backhands you with it yeah mm.
0: the, I mean, the like shifting 70... of seasons is it's insane but there is no global warming right yeah,
1: because no, that's no, climate that's change we what... gotta we gotta get rid of that other thing because every time there's snow then 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 the people are like but see it's still right? cold because they don't understand the difference between climate and weather sure because those are different sure. <laughs> so every okay, time yeah. it so we'll, we'll it's those change. who don't get it are like but it's cold and it's like but that's different than cli- all right fine whatever just fine, <laughs> fine.
0: <laughs> we won't get into the semantics of it it's fine.
1: yeah i know totally off topic of games but
0: uh what have you been playing
1: i started asgard's wrath in vr this week oh and nice wow nice. is that a huge game uh, so y- you probably are a little familiar with it again. I talked about that was the one that I tried for what a whole five minutes at PAX East. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's a really in-depth game, especially like for me, most of the VR experiences I've, I've played, they're usually shorter, 10 hours or less. You know, most VR games aren't extremely long. Um, uh, but this one I feel like it's going to take some time cause it's, it's set up like a full out RPG. There's a lot of side quests to do, and you got your main one, and different mechanics that gets played throughout it, and potions to make, weapons to make, armor to you know fix, and all this kind of stuff. So it's kind of like a really upgraded version of Skyrim, if you will, as far as like graphics and stuff okay. are concerned. Um, I'm currently playing it on the Oculus, um, so I know it's out for PC. I don't think PSVR, but Again, I, I could be wrong. Again, I tend to see if it's on PC, and I usually stop there. Um, but it's really, really good. It's gonna, it's gonna take me some time to get through for sure. Um, and the sword fighting is just so cool. Like now, it's nice. it's like you really have to get into it, and um, I'm not good at it. I've played for probably about four hours total, maybe five. Because there's no teleportation mechanic in this game. it's has to be. Um, I always forget the actual terminology. Where you're just like moving through the space like you would in the world. And that can tend to make my stomach sick after a while. Even with like a comfort mode on. Um, I've actually been mm. doing pretty good in this game. I'm really impressed with myself. I've been able to go about two hours in the game. And still and still feel okay. So I must be starting to really get my my VR legs in. Uh, But I still have to stand really weird so I don't, like, wobble because sometimes if I move too fast, then my brain thinks we just, you know, how you're sitting in a car and maybe the car next to you starts to go and in your peripheral, your stomach sinks because you think your car is going backwards or something. (laughs) It's like that feeling. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, as soon as I learn to parry well, I'll probably be able to get through these monsters, because there's a couple of them you absolutely have to nail that parry to break down their armor to even start to do damage on them, and I've died so much. (sighs) Wow. (laughs) So I might have to, honestly, I might have to, the first time, put it on easy mode so I can get through it, man, because I'm just like... It's too frustrating. And I know it's probably not right. as hard as it is for me, but like I can nail the parry. It's always the special move where I miss it. Cause I backed up so I didn't get hit. I'm like, damn it. Now I have to wait for him to go through his entire cycle again. <laughs> so I can get to that move, <laughs> <clears throat> but it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's going to take me a while to get through it. So it'll probably be one of those that I'll be talking about for a little bit in small chunks and, um but yeah if you're looking for a really good vr rpg experience it is 40 bucks so it's a little higher than you're Mm. probably used to spending on vr um but i think with the the length of game and all the stuff that's put in it it's 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 a really good value i feel like Mm. you would pay 60 bucks for a flat game that had this much content so um oh wow yeah if you're looking for it um definitely give it a shot I think you would find it worth it if that's your style of game if you really enjoyed like Skyrim VR or Fallout VR where you're getting to play those RPG experiences I think you'll really like this one that's about it I think I tinkered around with this war of mine one other night but you know that was just to kill some time. Mm-hmm. Sure what about you?
0: uh finished days gone uh oh, I dang. think last weekend when I was playing it. I just I was so close, and I finally said, all right, let's just get this over with and get done with it. Um, Went through, I'll be honest with you, I think if you go back through when I've been talking about it over the past few weeks, I complained that very first time that I fought a horde, and it was just overwhelming and difficult, and it was like I didn't know what to do. It was funny because by the time I was done, and I probably said it last week, I was on the hunt for them. Like, I wanted to engage because I Mm -hmm. finally figured out how to engage them, how to take them down. And it was that became, like, my quest. I wanted the hordes. I wanted them to come after me. I wanted to take them down because that was so much fun. That's the best part of the game. Granted, and that's not to dismiss the story or anything. Story's really good, too. In fact, this is... uh, no spoilers. I'm not going to spoil anything. But if you play the game and you beat it, and you have anything else you can do, which I would say maybe save a few things, because I, I thought I'd covered everything, but by the once it kind of came around, maybe there were quests that were supposed to be done after the fact, and maybe mm-hmm. I missed them the first time around. I don't know. I couldn't remember. But I had a few other things to do, a few more hordes to take care of, because... I think I, I mentioned before there were like 13 in this one area and I I could never find them. And then suddenly there they were, you know, they were all over mm-hmm. the map. They were marked. So I was able to track them down easy, get them, boom, done. And during all that, I had heard that there was a secret ending, like one little, like after credit sequence or whatever. Oh, yeah? And I was like, all right. So, and I said, so what do I need to do? They said, just play around and eventually you'll get a call. And I was like, all right, Cool. So I was doing the hordes, doing all the side missions, just cleaning up everything, and then nothing. Absolutely nothing. And I was like, all right, so I'll just keep riding around. I rode around for some time, and I was starting to get frustrated. And then finally, I went back to one of the camps and just went to take a nap. And as soon as I went to take a nap, the call came in. I was like, well, I'll be damned. So eventually, it did come through. I went to where they called me. The secret ending came through. And man, oh, man. Was there a twist? Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I won't say what it is. You could probably find it online if you're that intrigued. But there was a mm-hmm. twist that when you start looking back on it, you're like, well, I guess that would make sense. Considering the way uh, this uh, X, interaction y, y, lined up. Yeah. yeah, was always happening. And you never really considered it. You never really thought about it because it was not something they seeded or at least that I could see or remember, but there were just little tidbits, but not enough for you to make that, that connection. But it does raise questions for what a sequel would be because that twist changes everything.
1: Oh, wow. All right. So,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm really intrigued to see where they would go with it. I'm, I, I kind of want a sequel now because, one, I'd love to see them take everything they've done here and improve upon it because mm-hmm. we've complained about certain things that they need to do right. And then not only that, but where the story is going to go from there because, again, it's a game changer what they've done. So what would that technically entail for a sequel? Mm, so, yeah. I'm intrigued. <clears throat> um, but beyond that, I was trying to figure out what to play next. Now, I did want to play uh, this game called uh, Blood and Truth. Or is that is that right? Yes, yeah. Blood and Truth. Uh, Because if I didn't say this publicly, but, you know, Lace was kind enough to gift that for me for my birthday. Yes. But since it's a VR game, trying to get to that, that spot is has been difficult. So I was like, I really want to play this, but, you know, I, I don't have the, it, the opportunity to do so. So yeah. in the meantime, since I was like, well, what can I play just to kind of fill the void until I can get around to it is I started uh, Gravity Rush 2 which has been in the backlog for some time and i was a big fan of the game the original game on the i think it was like one of the first games i ever played on the ps vita and then they Mm -hmm. eventually ported it over to the playstation 4 and then this one i think never i don't think it ever went to the vita it was strictly a playstation 4 sequel and just a little bit i played with it so far I'm, i'm it's familiar to me it's it's very much like the other one but i know that there are other elements that they've added to it i just haven't played it enough to know how they change the game per se yeah because currently right now it's like okay well i'm picked picking up where i played from the last one the story's progressing uh but you can tell that there are differences obviously but and tweaks and adjustments, but it still plays mm-hmm. very similar to the last one. So it, it felt very familiar. I just had to get back into a rhythm of doing it, and it didn't take long. So um, I'm looking forward to see where that goes, I guess. And I'm I'm pretty sure that I heard that the game did not sell well, which is a shame because it's, it's one of those gems that uh, I feel like just went underappreciated because no one really took the time to look at it but they are really fun games so i would recommend them anybody who wants to find something wholly unique because the gravity mechanic really is something you don't see in any other game yeah so i really enjoy it i would recommend it You've got a playstation go out and try them. that's what i'm saying right now show your love to this game excellent so uh but that's all i got so uh why don't we talk about some news, or Let's what little it. we have, because it, it it was, I don't want to say it was a slow week, but it kind of was.
1: Well, it wasn't like a lot of variety <laughs> to the news. It just yeah. seemed like certain situations either escalated or de-escalated, and, mm-hmm. uh, that kinda, or at least that I could tell. So, Right. It wasn't like one after the other this week, for sure. Right.
0: <laughs> I mean, usually with our headlines, we've got some big headlines. I've only got one headline this week, and it wouldn't be what you'd expect, but I figured... It was worth mentioning, Mm -hmm. because I feel like, and I think you even said it yourself, uh, there was a a very interesting marketing ploy that happened uh, last weekend, and it was, uh, if you really kind of break it down, which I'm going to do, it's pretty impressive if you think about it. So. As you all well know, we don't talk about Fortnite. <laughs> not <laughs> um, really, no. Nope. You know, because we I, don't play it. No. Nope. yeah, uh, It's just not something we're into. It's not
1: my like jam. No. not saying it's a bad game, but it's just not for me. I'm not the audience.
0: No. Uh, and, and I think something we mentioned last week, you know, if our long-lost brother John Taylor was still here, I'm sure we'd be talking about it more because I still posit to this day that he was aware... He was very aware of what this game was going to be. Oh, yeah. Because when, I think PUBG was popular at the time when we started this podcast, and then Fortnite just kind of dropped in, he was saying, no, no, PUBG, forget it. Fortnite is, is the thing. And we're, you know, Todd and I are just like, what are you talking about, dude? What? And he's like, no, 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 trust me, Fortnite, it's going to, it's, that's the game. And we just thought it was nuts. And look where we are today.
1: <laughs> look at this now. Yeah. That's crazy. So he
0: he knew it. He he could see it.
1: Maybe he uh, saw anyway. that free to play and the model in it and he's like, "Look, guys, that's going to suck so many more people in than spending 30 bucks on the game to do it." You know? And it's
0: true. I mean, he 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 it was it was amazing to really think back on that and just be like, "Wow, he saw that coming." Yeah. You know. But anyway, we are going to talk about Fortnite for a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, only to really look at the big marketing ploy that they pulled off because Epic Games announced an event called The End, which Mm -hmm. led to speculation, and, of course, the Internet went stupid, (laughs) stupider than usual. Right. And this happened over the course of a weekend that led to events in this Battle Royale map. Again, I don't know how the game yeah, I'm not operates. Sure. So if I don't say it, if you're aware of Fortnite and I'm not saying things correctly, just understand that I'm not familiar with the mechanics of the game. Anyway, right. but they they did this event and there was apparently a black hole on the event map and the black mm-hmm. hole sucked in the entire map. I guess mm. as the event went on. So it got smaller and smaller and smaller. And yeah. then eventually there was no more map. The moment that happened, everything went with it. So Fortnite yep. went down across the board. It no longer existed on Twitch. Their Twitter account went down. They wiped Fortnite clean. As if yes. it literally sucked into the black hole.
1: Yeah. And everybody like yeah, was what just, you were saying with the Twitter they deleted all of their other posts. Like it was just mm-hmm. a picture of this black hole.
0: Yeah. So like, yeah. everybody was like, what the hell? You know, because you couldn't watch it. You couldn't play it. You couldn't do anything. It was just gone.
1: Well, you could watch the black hole. That could was you? it. That's, oh, I that's didn't know. All you could see Cause I did see streamers like streaming the black hole. And I'm like, really? That's what we're going to do all day is just, sure. it? all right. I mean, you do you, man, but and I think they even <laughs> like,
0: said that if you try dropping into the game, like, tried logging in. You would get taken, I guess, to the black hole, oh. and all you'd see was well, static. Well, maybe they and, never
1: shut their game down.
0: Well, you, yeah, you couldn't technically play a game. you just kind of go into a void. Something like that, mm-hmm. if, I, if I heard correctly. Again, don't at me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Right. I didn't play it. Anyway, <laughs> but everyone was like, what the hell? Where's Fortnite? What's going on? So the world goes insane. But then two days later... Epic Games released Fortnite Chapter 2, essentially being touted like a sequel to the game, but not necessarily a sequel, per se. Right. It's not necessarily a season, but it is. I don't know. It's not a sequel, yeah. but you, you get the gist. It's right. supposed to be like It is like the, the next
1: level of the game, apparently. Sure.
0: So it's an all-new, yet familiar experience for players. And I think one of the big... Uh, uh, concerns everybody had once the black hole thing and everything went down as people were like, what about my V-Bucks? What about my V-Bucks? Oh my God, because there's a lot Ooh, of money yeah. you're, you're filtering in. They're like, no, 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 it's fine. Just settle down. It's this cool. is
1: a marketing stunt. Calm down. We're not deleting your accounts. We're not <laughs> getting rid of your characters, or at least I don't think so. I feel like I would have heard about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, everything was fine, so it all just rolled over into the Chapter 2 uh, situation. So, Everything that just kind of goes into it, uh, I mean, they really did something bold here. I I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't think another game could have really pulled this off because they are not Fortnite.
1: I think the game
0: was so big that they were allowed in some way to make this huge event that almost seemed like it was across the board. That broke the internet. Sure. Sure. So you know, I kind of I'm giving I them a mean, lot of props here for for what they did because it was just it like really
1: was brilliant.
0: Yeah. So if I mean it if that really was, was a way to to get people to pay attention, that was a way to do it. So yeah. I give them I give them props for that. I might not play it, but I give them I give them. Yeah, a lot I didn't of,
1: actually know the event was going on until it was already going. Mm-hmm. I was streaming. And all of a sudden, people were sending me messages in my Discord going, hey, we all got logged out of Mixer. We don't know how to log back in. I'm like, oh, this is really weird. We're having a hiccup day. And I, after like a half an hour, I'm like, fine, I'll just go to Twitch for today and we'll finish the stream there or something if Mixer is having a moment. And then my mod goes, oh, yeah, about that. Twitch isn't working right now either. And I just mm-hmm. started laughing. I'm like, what is going on? And then that's when one of my other mods told me, oh, it's Fortnite. And I'm like, it can't be Fortnite. There's, it's always Fortnite, always something going on. No. So apparently there was like over 4 million people watching on YouTube, like 1.5 million on Twitch, and then like 50,000 or something on Mixer. And like everything broke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it came back on like an hour later because you could probably see the panic in all the streaming services' eyes. Like, this is a huge event. We need people to keep their eyes here. We got to figure this out. Um, but it was just, it was so funny. And then when I got off, I went to check it out. And holy crap, man. Mm-hmm. Like they took their game down for like a full day.
0: Yeah. And that's. That's
1: no money coming in. Exactly. Like that's bold.
0: So you know? I give them, I give them a lot of props because I'm pretty sure they knew that the, uh, I won't really say backlash, what's the word I'm looking for? The, I, I guess what was going to come from this.
1: Right. Was going like to make Like they had to be very for- confident. Yeah,
0: they're just like, yeah, people people will be down for this. They'll pay. It's fine.
1: But I still think it's funny that people were like legit, where's my game? Like, do you really think they were just going to end the game? Like, I feel like we would have had more than that. Like, it's a cash cow. They're not Mm -hmm. getting rid of it right now, especially. So I was like, just calm down. Find some backlog games, guys. Mm You probably have some gems in there that you've forgotten about in the last two years. So just go ahead and you know fill your 24 full hours <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> where you should be sleeping eight of them so there you go i've already helped you narrow down that and, and mm-hmm. but uh yeah it was brilliant it was brilliant well done yeah. very well played
0: i mean i did notice a lot of the headlines i guess the week of before they actually did it and people were like what is this what is that and it was just like didn't who it cares? appear a
1: while ago though yeah like, i, I, I unless mean there it was were, something else I feel like months ago, I remember people saying, like, what is this black hole looking like thing or something that was in the Sky? Now, maybe it was something else. So somebody might have to correct me if there was some other big event that was happening that Mm -hmm. long ago. So it feels like they were planting the seed for this pretty early on. I I, I knew they were just going to want to blow this world up and start over. mm
0: -hmm. No, I do. I do recall something about a black hole several months ago, but nothing came of it. It was just like, there it is. Okay, what is that? Who knows? And then it was just forgotten.
1: Well, I guess it took that time for everything to get sucked into it, according to the, if there was a story Fortnite went with, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Anyway, well done. Yeah,
0: Yeah, we'll move on. All right. So, again, that's all the headlines I got. So, let's move on to some quickets. Uh, Stadia will start arriving on November 19th. Mm -hmm. So, if that was something you're looking forward to, there you go. You got a date.
1: Those who have the founder's edition, I guess now they're going to get to let us know how it works out.
0: Yeah, I would love to, if, if anybody out there is is has already pre-ordered this and invested, I would love to have you come on and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Just going to go ahead and throw that out there. So if that's something you'd be interested in, uh, hit us up and we'll uh, we'll have you on because we'd love to have a a pers- first person perspective on the Stadia and yeah. whether or not it's worth it in your eyes. Um, even though it received such a backlash surrounding their decision against Blitzchung, Blizzard doubled down and banned an entire team of Hearthstone players for holding up a sign <sighs> reading Free Hong Kong Boycott Blizz uh, during an official Blizzard live stream event.
1: Yeah, I heard about this, yeah. Hmm. They're... Uh, no, I mean, was I don't know. I feel like it is what it is with that company right now. I just, I don't even know what to say about it anymore. I mean, to be, I guess, ugh, fair about it, I was reading that some people said that the opposite was getting banned too. So, like, I think I even heard, like, in the Twitch chat, like, moderators were banning people in the chat rooms that were saying stuff along those lines. Um, and apparently we're, were banning people who were pro-China as well. Um It just might not have seemed that way because there probably wasn't as much of that rhetoric going on in Mm. the Twitch chat. But again, this is all speculation. I wasn't there. This is just like from threads that I was reading and from people who, uh, you know, were passing this information along secondhand. Right. Yeah. Just,
0: Yeah. And I think I even read that uh, there were uh, lawmakers trying to get Blizzard to... Mm backtrack on on their decisions to ban yeah to which, not ban
1: the guy to give him his money um mm-hmm. yeah well i think they had already come out saying that he was getting his prize money right i think we found that out right. last week and then lowered the ban from a year to 6 months but i think yeah I mean, they I wanted see... them
0: to remove the ban completely mm-hmm. so i mean yeah. i can at least again i'm i'm with them on that because free speech i think right. that's important here in this country Right. Um, Xbox introduced a new message filter that will give players the ability to set the kinds of messages they want to receive. So maybe if you're buddy-buddy with somebody and you guys like to throw expletives toward one another, you can make sure to set him to that. But if you don't want expletives coming from a stranger, you can be like, no, no, you have to talk to me nice until I get to know you. (laughs) What have you. Which, I mean, hey, that's that's actually pretty smart because at least you'll know who your enemies are. (laughs) Right. <laughs> you know the stranger like, coming at you, F you, <laughs> you, you effing, and then you're just like, nope, I'm banning you. Uh, Riot Games announced a plethora of new projects. They have League of Legends Wild Rift, which is a console and mobile version of League of Legends, an unnamed League of Legends fighting game, a League of Legends animated series called Arcane, and some other thing called Project A, which is a first-person shooter for PC. So if you want to support okay. the class act that is riot games, right. you have a few more options here. <laughs> I personally will not be doing any of that.
1: I never so, did uh, play it, but I was never a big like MOBA player anyway. But yeah, yeah. I mean it's big though, it's a big esport game, man. It's mm-hmm. it's huge. Not for me.
0: Uh, 343 Industries lost Halo Infinite lead producer Mary Olson to Midwinter Entertainment, leaving many to speculate that something is going on behind the scenes, because I don't know if you remember, a few weeks back, we actually mentioned that their creative director left Halo Infinite, and that's two big heads of the the project taking off. Shoot. Yeah. Ooh.
1: When was that due out? Uh, Did we have a date?
0: Well, I guess whenever the Scarlet's going to come out, I would assume. I I have no doubt that that's a Scarlet title. I can't imagine that's an Xbox One. Yeah, like
1: day one launch, you can get Halo Infinite. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Mm. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll just put a pin in this and see where it develops, because that's too big creative director and your lead producer off saying, nope, I'm good. I mean, if it was just some programmer, you'd be like, eh. But it's too big. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 has been delayed.
1: I know. And I'm sad, Panda.
0: But hey, maybe it's for but the if best. But if it's
1: to make it good, then fine. Like, oh. I'm I'm one of those that I'm very understanding. But mm. again, you know, the feels still happen. We were like, aw. Look, look
0: <laughs> at it as it's for the best to make it better. Yes. So that's one the I best way to always look wait.
1: at it. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Nintendo showcased a new feature for the upcoming Pokemon Sword and Shield titles known as Gigantamax, which turns certain Pokemons into giant versions of themselves, like a fat Pikachu or uh, a Mothra Butterfree or a Godzilla Charizard. That's, these are things that the internet was saying. But okay. uh, it was explained that these versions of these characters or these forms uh, can be obtained while playing the game. But <laughs> it was also noted that the Gigantamax version of Meowth can be uh, purchased. Aww, so if you want that cutaway, so you can just, you know, pay money for this thing.
1: Oh, yeah. That was nice of them. I mean, is it? <laughs> I, I mean, you know, options. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but if you can get you it know, in the freedom game. Freedom of
1: choice and all that. It just, it's uh, shady to me. Uh,
0: Ed Boon <laughs> promised more characters will be coming to Mortal Kombat 11, so another combat pack of characters, but he also in uh, was very insistent to say that a big surprise is coming next year. Oh, yeah? But he never really gave any hints as to what. Oh, my gosh. My phone just talked. And it's it's telling me. I was me. just
1: wondering what that was. Yeah, I started it, to look on my computer. Like, what do I have open?
0: Okay, so Google just wanted to let me know. No, stop talking. Stop talking. Stop doing what you're doing. The t- the phone is trying to. I'm going to shut it off. Stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> I'm leaving all this in. It's, by the way, it's become self aware. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, it heard what I said and it wanted to show me uh, what I was just talking about. So thank you. Oh uh, That was nice. Phone. But don't talk during the show. Anyway. Uh, Wait you ten. Now there was one headline that I, I picked up on last night. I don't think this is a, this will be the big surprise, but but it starts to lend a little bit more credibility to that list. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because okay. there were still three fighters that we're we haven't seen out of that leaked DLC list. Which was Shiva, Ash, and the bit that we found out last night is someone did more data mining and found Fujin in the code oh, yeah. again. So it's really starting to seem like he could be in the game. Or at Why least. Why can't we'll people be just be
1: surprised anymore? I
0: don't what know. What is all of this?
1: You know what I mean? People like, are so impatient. It's, I know. <laughs> like I, I love surprises. I do too. I feel like those are we're stealing that joy from yourself every time you do something like that, or I, from others because you're going to put it online just to be a jerk to spoil it for other people. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: I mean, Good I, God, I'm with you because when I think when Mortal Kombat 10 came out. Uh, this data mining, and there may have been leaks, there may have been rumors, but I wasn't privy Mm -hmm. to them at the time so that when they released these trailers for the next combat pack, you got to see and be surprised, like, holy shit, it's uh, Jason, or oh gosh, it's Leatherface, oh my god, it's the Predator, Uh." you got excited because you weren't expecting them. And you know what would be even better? And I understand, YouTube's all about the clicks, so you gotta have that thumbnail that just drives people in. Mm -hmm. don't don't spoil anything in the in the thumbnail make me want to click it to know because if you're telling me that this is an announcement of the next characters i want to know when i get in there don't don't spoil it in the thumbnail
1: right take away the point of watching your video yeah i mean but uh it's clickbait i'm sure right I don't know I hate oh for sure sometimes. usually people like I see that on a lot of thumbnails <clears throat> I know this is kind of off topic but like where you see some big internet star on the thumbnail you know and you're like ooh, and so you click on it to see whatever the gossip is or whatever the crap they're talking about mm-hmm. and then they mention them like one time offhandedly just enough so that like apparently it's okay to have said person on their thumbnail. like it happens to ninja all the time right yeah. like we've got news about this and then they'll have like a pic of ninja there and then they'll just kind of offhand mention one of his wins or something yeah. and it had nothing to do with him at all for the clicks you know so yeah yeah anyway uh they would put ash up there and then all they would have to mention in the video is well ash actually isn't in it and then it's okay to have had him as a as a thumbnail
0: yeah and you're like screw you dude
1: Why right did you <laughs> i mean it worked here i am but yeah. i don't trust you anymore <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: i know we said we were not going to talk about Fortnite anymore but there was one more Little thing, oh uh, yeah, on Twitter, Lady Gaga asked, "What is a fortnight?"
1: <laughs> I did see this, and the internet
0: lost its goddamn mind.
1: But okay, you- but did you see who responded? No, I didn't. So underneath, because I saw this tweet, and you know how I love to get lost in tweet threads. Mm-hmm. Underneath it, Ninja said, "Call or ask, uh, call me." Oh. <laughs> well, like, like trying to set up a game with Lady Gaga, right? Or at least that's the way the, the tweet read to me. Mm-hmm. And then she tweeted another tweet that said, who's Ninja? <laughs> and then underneath Ninja responds, ask Drake. Yeah. So there's okay. been like this little fun, like back and forth between those two. It, it, it was cute. It was cute.
0: Okay. Uh, my response to her was good.
1: Good for you. I think she was trolling, but if she actually didn't know, then yes, definitely good for you that you've managed somehow to not ever hear of this thing. But
0: mm-hmm. uh, CBS is apparently developing a sitcom centered around esports. Oh, so who is CBS? Oh, so I guess they want to okay. try to recapture the Big Bang Theory since they don't have that anymore. And do some other nerdy thing with nerds Mm -hmm. doing nerd stuff, playing nerd games. Yeah, they were. But it was a fun show. I didn't watch it all yet, but I will.
1: Oh, it's like already been a thing. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. Big Bang Theory is already a thing. Yeah. But this, this is not. Did
1: I not hear you at all? Maybe? What's wrong? CBS. I feel like I. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) I'm going to try it again. CBS. (laughs) Okay is developing a series okay. a sitcom if you will around esports.
1: Okay, okay and that's what I thought you said, yeah. but then you said I didn't watch it and then I was like No, 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 I no. No, said no. Developing.
0: no okay. I said I said I I'm assuming it's going to be kind of like this tapping into the Big Bang Theory audience and I watched it, okay. I just didn't watch all of it yet. Cuz okay. I've been trying to catch up and I'm like somewhere in season 4 and then my DVR ruined it all and I just said, screw it. I'll wait until I can find it on a streaming platform, like HBO Max, not a sponsor, just saying. Yeah. Because it's going to happen. Probably. Uh, And finally, leaked images surfaced online that seemingly showcase the redesign of Sonic the Hedgehog, and if they are real, they're great, I guess. He looks like a little cartoon, live-action cartoon version of Sonic the Hedgehog. Now... The question is, will the movie now be better because of this redesign? (laughs) Who knows? God, I hope
1: they had a solid plot for all of this.
0: Yeah, because the movie could still be God awful. And you went through all that for nothing.
1: For a movie, you know, I wasn't quite sure anybody was asking for in the first place. So there's that. Yeah, <laughs> so. it really
0: it really kind of comes off like a '90s version of a video game movie, where they just they like, "How are we going to do this? Well, why don't we just take this character instead of putting him in the world in which he exists and making the movie around that? We'll just transport him to the real world because then we can we can do." real world things with that character and it's just insane you didn't do you remember what what movies did that fat albert did that which was so stupid why would you do that that. yeah they did a fat albert movie with kenan thompson and instead of telling a fat albert story within the fat albert world which could literally work they're like, no, mm-hmm. take the cartoon character out and put him in the real world, and people are like, "Hey, I know you, you're your Fat Albert from that cartoon that I watched as a kid." And then we're, you're gotcha. you're interacting in the real world, even though you lived in a real type world.
1: <laughs> I mean, even to a to a degree. But these the are fact the brilliant that they, creatives that went to college for this. You know that, right? Yeah.
0: You know, uh, I'm ha- even. I mean, to a degree, I'll give it to Rocky and Bullwinkle, but still, they could have done that i i don't know i'm giving too much credit to people screw it don't do that (laughs) it's stupid i mean it's a fun concept but it just doesn't work Mm -hmm. for everything all right i'm i'm done ranting uh truth or trash sure i've got one and you know it's getting to a point now where this seems to be the the running thing in truth or trash because there's so many characters Coming to Super Smash Brothers. So many line. characters coming <laughs> to Super Smash Brothers that I mean, it could be oh, anybody. Oh, it could be anybody Super at cool. this point. And and we've we've given out so many names. Uh but this week's uh hat in the ring uh is Jonesy from Fortnite.
1: I don't know who that is. So I guess sure. he's
0: the face of the, the game. <clears throat> If there's a face for the, oh, game. is he
1: like the one dude with the the blonde top hair cut or whatever the blonde or whatever? Yeah, I guess. Uh, sure. Why not? Okay. I mean, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I would assume that's considered pop culture now, and mm-hmm.
0: he would fit. Yeah. I mean, he's got that aesthetic. I, I to him. mean,
1: it's a battle, right? We're sure. Battling it out. Sure. Mm-hmm. Just give him his uh pickaxe. Is that what they use? Their pickaxe and.
0: Sure. Let's day. go with that.
1: <laughs> I don't know what it, the big hammer thing, but they're breaking up wood and stuff with, and cars and cars.
0: Uh, weird news. So, have you ever been looking for a gif and stopped and mm-hmm. thought to yourself, "Man, I really wish I could play a game right now." Is that is that ever no, cross- sure? Sure. Okay. Well. <laughs>
1: I I can honestly say a GIF has never inspired that of me, but I'm sure it has happened.
0: Well, it's going to happen because Giphy, the website Giphy, where you can get all your mm-hmm. GIFs, announced Giphy Arcade, which is a one-stop shop of free bite-sized Flash games that you can now play, remix, and even share. What games, you may be asking yourself. Yeah. Well, what about... The Wendy's game, where you help Queen Wendy find the perfect dipping sauce and fight against the evil frozen beef or oh how yeah, or how about games based on the hit Netflix show Big Mouth? which I um, probably can't go into great detail with here <laughs> because you know <laughs>
1: I've seen it on Netflix. I've never clicked on it yet. Is it worth it? Should I?
0: Oh, my God, yes,
1: yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: there's a there's a character in there, and I probably can't say to uh, do too much, but I'm going to do a voice. Not, so, is it like not I PG don't get to enough? Do, I don't get to do. Oh God, no, it's not PG at all. Okay, I will warn you. This is explicitly sexual content. With
1: oh, very very adult. Got it. Okay.
0: Tweens, which makes it awkward, but you understand understand that. The concept the idea of the show is that these kids are going through their prepubescent times.
1: I mortified,
0: And they're exploring what that <laughs> is to become sexual in their time. Because oh, okay. it focuses on Now
1: I don't know if I want to. This sounds really weird. It, it's
0: it's weird, but you get you transition into it. Uh, but anyway, they have these things called hormone monsters. And they are essentially okay. their conscience when they're having urges so you sure. c- you look at the hormone monster trying to drive it's like hey baby come on and get that in there you know and it's funny the the main hormone monster the first time i heard him i thought it was uh will arnett because he has that he has that gravelly voice you know and he's talking like yeah. that but it's not him it's somebody doing like a will arnett impression if you were to ask me oh That's yeah what I, would say.
1: I mean he works a lot for netflix too i would have just assumed it could have yeah been very i mean they do
0: such a great job i mean he could definitely pass for it but it's not him uh, but the cast mm. is great. It's got Nick Kroll, John Mulaney, uh, Maya Rudolph, oh. uh, Fred Armisen. So many great comedians. Yeah, yeah. Check it How out. How
1: did I not know that?
0: No, check it out. Check it out. I recommend it. I'm not a sponsor, by the way. It's just I'm 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 yeah. selling the show right now. It's I just,
1: like Mulaney and Kroll together.
0: Yeah, they're they're hilarious, oh. hilarious. Uh, but anyway, there's a hormone monster. They have numerous hormone monsters. Uh, Maya mm-hmm. Rudolph is the other one. And if you've ever heard the term bubble bath, that's her. That's where that came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's oh, a, okay. There's another one, and I always like doing this voice. My wife doesn't like it, but I think it's hilarious. Is <laughs> He's like an old hormone monster, and he's all decrepit. And he talks around going like this, baby. Come on, baby. You got to get the sex one on. Let's go, baby. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Why don't you just put it in it be a fine.
1: Oh, no. I love it. <laughs>
0: okay but yeah i got i got way off track anyway the giphy arcade
1: <laughs> The oh that's right i totally yeah, forgot
0: what we were talking about yeah, we giphy arcade flash games on the giphy website uh, if you're looking for something see uh, you know simple cheap free there you go it's not free okay. five dollars like
1: five or six second games
0: yeah just just those <laughs> little games you used to find on certain websites and, and play and whatnot and like I said, you can play mm-hmm. Wendy's games or Big Mouth games or whatever other games are on there. I didn't go into great detail, but those are just two that I found, so there you go. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about we look at...
1: I'd buy that for a dollar. Ah!
0: Oh, oh, you don't
1: get these very
0: often no, anymore. They're like a unicorn now. But I found something yeah. very interesting, so I, I really want to see... Is it
1: from Bethesda?
0: No. No. This is actually okay. something there very unique. you may have seen it. I was actually surprised that I saw a, a an IGN article about it. Um, okay I want to see if you you would consider buying this and how much you would you would pay. okay so okay I feel like merch is in decline here recently because again we don't get to do this very often so I came across this and I, I felt like this was gonna be the thing so way back when, Game Boy was the way to play games on the go. Uh, but mm-hmm. today, obviously, our phones are the way to do it, and we get predatory, free-to-play, money grabs, yada, yada, and all that stuff. My phone is just talking all day today. It's sitting there ringing now.
1: Big brother, ah, man. I know.
0: They hit, they heard what I was talking about. It, I said my phone, <laughs> and it was like, what are you talking about me? Now, while I could surely suggest that you just go get a Switch and lug that bulky mm-hmm. thing around, might I suggest something a little less invasive with many more options. Introducing okay. the analog pocket, the multi-video game system portable handheld that is not only a game system, but also a digital audio workstation synthesizer and sequencer. Why do you need that? What? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's something (laughs) called Nano Loop. Uh, It allows you to do like music creation and live performances, plus allows for certain game development, if you want it. But that's that's really not the point here. What we're looking at here is the thing. This handy-dandy portable sports the familiar design of a Game Boy, only slimmer with a sleek black coat. The screen is 3.5 inches, and it's an LTPS LCD, if that means anything to you, with a 1600 by 1440, 1650 or 615 ppi resolution, so it's not okay. full HD but somewhere in the middle between right. 2K and 720.
1: Well, the screen's pretty uh, but small, it's, I don't know if it makes a difference. Yeah,
0: sure. Uh, but it is t- 10 times higher than the original Game Boy as far as resolution, so it's already mm-hmm. supporting something impressive, well, and the screen is supposedly so advanced that it's an industry-first. No, That's what they say. That's what they say. That's not my stuff. That's what they're saying. Uh, Now, it has a rechargeable lithium-ion battery, mappable buttons, stereo speakers, micro SD slot, USB-C charging, 3.5-millimeter headphone output, the original Style Link plug, like the old Game Boy plugs, a rechargeable battery dock port that itself sports Bluetooth wireless controllers, uh, two USB inputs for wired controllers, and an HDMI output that allows you to play your games on the big screen. Should you want to do that. But I can already hear you asking, what games? Well, how about Game Boy? Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Game Gear, Neo Geo Pocket Color, and Atari Lynx. All of these systems, okay. their games can be played on this device. You just have to have the games. It's not an emulator. It's a game system for these okay. games. Uh, all of this is legal. You know, I think we had some okay. talk about that where it was, you know, the emulation thing is illegal. This is very legal. Yeah. Uh, this bad boy will release in 2020. How much would you pay for this thing?
1: Oh my gosh! I mean, I'm assuming it's like it's just that system, right? Like, there's not going to be any first-party games that are coming no, no, out no, for no, it.
0: No. You just you get the system, yeah. you get the charging dock, you get all the the bells and whistles that I just mentioned.
1: Ooh, this is tough because I know a lot of people think their stuff is worth more than it actually is. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'll say. Hunter box.
0: You're going to have to double that. It's 200.
1: Uh, I didn't really want to go much higher than that. (laughs) Because again, like it was just the the system itself. Okay. Yeah. Well then spend 50 more dollars and get the switch.
0: Exactly. (laughs) I mean, if, if these games meant so much to you and you had all these games, yes, I could see where the investment would be worth it but it's like
1: the only way to put it like do you download these games onto it or you no, said no, no. sd you, so you do i need to
0: well i'm sure it's for like storage for maybe like the music creation thing or whatever but no the games themselves you have to have the cartridges you have to have the the games as they were and you pop them in and you play them.
1: okay see so- that would be even harder i think to find someone with those yeah Hard copies. You know. I think
0: mm-hmm. I think right. the Game Boy games, like uh the original Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, maybe even color, mm-hmm. you could probably find those at a GameStop. But the others
1: probably, maybe. I don't know. And
0: are they really that good?
1: Or you'd be <laughs> way saying. overpaying for them on like eBay or something. Yeah.
0: So it's it there it all is. All if right. that if that sounds like something you'd want to invest in, good for you. Good for you. Just not. I don't think I would. Nope. Uh, I'm gonna do some release dates. So <laughs> on October 21st we have Eastshade for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. October 22nd we have The Legend of Heroes: Trails of Cold Steel 3 for PlayStation 4, Mary Skelter 2 for Nintendo Switch, Borderlands 2 VR for PC. Destiny Connect, TikTok Travelers for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch, WWE 2K20 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. By the way, did you happen to know that some headline said that some NBA 2K20, whatever the hell just came out, is now the best-selling game of the year?
1: I've not heard that, but I'm not surprised. Really? Those sports games usually do really well. <sighs> All right. I always thought the FIFA one, though, was the biggest because that's like a worldwide thing. But Well, I
0: think this one, I think they said it, this was the best selling one in the States,
1: not worldwide, but still. Okay. That, eh, then I could believe that. Maybe. It's terrible. Because the States are the only ones that's not really into soccer. Yeah, true. Or true, football true. in the correct terminology for it.
0: But at least seeing that list, it gave me an idea to uh, look at something later on in the year like before uh, around Christmas and look back on what was the best, the highest selling titles throughout the year. So that's something we'll look at when we get there. There we go. Uh, Street Outlaws, the list for PlayStation four, Xbox one and Nintendo switch farming simulator, 19 platinum edition for PlayStation four and Xbox one. Raging Loop for Nintendo Switch, Tangle Tower for Nintendo Switch and PC, The Park for Nintendo Switch, PBA Pro Bowling for Nintendo Switch and PC, and Day and Night for Nintendo Switch. Then on, on then on October twenty third, hey, it's your birthday!
1: It is.
0: Uh, Lonely Mountains Downhill for PlayStation Four and PC. Look, you got a shit it one too. Sounds two. fitting. <laughs> <laughs> Then on October 24th, we have Secret Neighbor for
1: PC. It's the only one, too, on the 23rd. That's what now I'm laughing at. Yeah. We, <laughs> we only get
0: one terrible game on our birthday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, October 24th, we have Secret Neighbor for PC. Dark Devotion for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. Cat Quest 2 for Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. Lethis Path of Progress for Nintendo Switch. Creepy Brawlers for Nintendo Switch. Dark Veer for Nintendo Switch and PC. Maru X Logic Puzzle 1000 for Nintendo Switch. And Haunted Halloween 1986 for Nintendo Switch. Then finally on October 25th, this is the big day. This is when all the good games seem to come out. Medieval for PlayStation 4. The Outer Worlds for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Pfft. For PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. (laughs) I know. Uh, (laughs) Here's a a great one. This one should have come out on your birthday. Let's sing country. For PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Let's sing country.
1: So like karaoke country? I guess so.
0: If you you want to sing country, we're going to sing it on the Switch. I didn't have a better song than that. Yeah uh into the dead 2 for nintendo switch pixel gladiator for the switch and anthill for the switch let's sing some country
1: <laughs> i'm like i'm all about the karaoke but that's uh i'm a uh, country you don't wanna, you love it great but mm.
0: you don't want to sing classic songs like i punch my baby in the face with my fist
1: when i got no. drunk no. last night no no okay no i just well now it's more like hip-hoppy i've oh, noticed yeah. and like well, it's... pop country it's really it's a it's a don't don't
0: sing that song please so the, the mo- <laughs> And I'm well, no, no, I'm not gonna do it.
1: I barely, I, I don't even remember it. If that, made, like, I remember it, but like, I can't remember enough of the tune to troll you. If, that, yeah, if that yeah, you yeah, something about a pork chop. Yeah. Oh yeah, the pork <laughs> chop song. Or well, or or the caption bot thought he said pork chop, and that's what it used me. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's what he actually said.
0: <laughs> yeah, what she's referring to, if you have no idea, there was a video that I shared with her from this. Was it a country rapper? I guess it would be the best yeah. way, country rap. He actually, The guy actually filmed his video in the town that I live in. So I was looking at it going, oh, look, I know where that is. I know that place. Ah, oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. So it was like pretty cool for me to look at it. I didn't give a damn about the song. And then she sits here and listens to the song <laughs> and starts whipping out all these weird lyrics, like flipping pork chops down the road or something. And I'm just yeah. like, what are you talking about? And then I don't know. it just it made it more amusing.
1: It really was like he's like, "Will you focus on what I sent you the video for?" And I'm like, "Oh hell no, that ship has sailed!" Like, look at this. Listen to this.
0: So we got a good laugh out of it.
1: Yeah, no, it it made my day. It was a it was fun day. I shared it a lot with other people. Sure.
0: (laughs) It's time to play name that game.
1: Oh. I was like two seconds off that time. Were you in my dancing? Yeah. I mean,
0: see, sometimes I don't know if I'm I'm doing it because when I put the music in, I'm just like, did I go too fast? Am I going too fast? Right. I don't know. So yeah, it just never. St- but I make it work. I just gave away a trade mm-hmm. secret. I make it work, whether they know it or not. Anyway, <laughs> oh boy, uh, I got three three good ones. Three. Okay. I say good. That's a relative term. This first one I had to clean up. Okay. Because we, I'm, I try to be as PG 13 on this show as possible. So I'm going to be editing how I'm explaining this game because they they were not Sounds so great. kind and generous. Effing uh, clowns. Not this shit again. I thought we were done with effing clowns running through dark alleys and parking lots and scaring the crap out of people. Well, this time. Something is different. They are effing real. What are you going to do? Why not play three different game modes to keep things interesting while being hunted by an army of murderer clowns? Shoot the clowns in the face. Shoot the clowns in the balls. Shoot the clowns wherever it hurts. Throw knives. Grenades. I'm pretty sure they meant grenades. But they misspelled the shit out of it. G-R-A-N-A-T-E-S. Granates.
1: We'll probably look it up. Somebody will be like, no, I know what those are. They're like bigger than grenades.
0: Sure. Uh, (laughs) Throw all these things in order to survive. Smash in the clown skull with a baseball bat. Admit it. That shit sounds awesome. Beat the high score. Beat the shit out of clowns and get your well-deserved revenge on these scary MFers.
1: Yep. All right.
0: So, is this game A, Whack a Fool, B, Red Nose Brigade, C, Not a Prank, or D, Ten Ways to F
1: Up a Clown? Oh, B or D is where my brain goes immediately. I'm going to go D. I'm going to give them not enough credit to have come up with something better.
0: The answer is C,
1: not a prank. Really? B and D was like from the description where I'm like, yeah, it's totally one of these two. Red Nose <laughs> Brigade, sure, cute, a little bit. And then, all right, all right. Yeah,
0: they they're not, they're not clever at all.
1: Let's just hide what it's really about by titling it something else. Yeah, why not?
0: Uh, This game tells the adventures of Jack Diamonds, who discovered the secret base of the robot polyps, who want to destroy the Earth. You will have to guide the spaceship inside the rooms of the spatial space of the robot polyps, avoiding the walls and internal obstacles. Spaceship will be subjected to the physical forces of acceleration and rotation in the vacuum. Robot polyps are able to move, dodge your missiles, and raise a shield to protect themselves from explosions. They have great aim, and you will have to protect yourself from their missiles, dodging them and raising your shield. It's already great, right? It's a back and forth. I'm, I'm in it. They are slow to react, so you will have many opportunities to hit them. Your spaceship does not shoot fast. After firing, you have to wait for the next missile to be available. For this reason, you must create your strategy to attack as effectively as possible. To destroy an opponent, just hit him. But remember that even your spaceship will be destroyed with a single hit, and when it hits an obstacle. To move to the next room, you will have to destroy all the polyps in the current room. A special door will open to move to the next level. In the last room, a boss is waiting for you. You win the game if you defeat it. The boss is very strong and can receive several hits. He is able to shoot many missiles in all directions and to attack you melee if you get too close. Squid, squid. I don't know what that last thing is, but I left it in because Uh, they said it.
1: Maybe it's an inside joke.
0: Well, that also kind of goes back to something. Maybe it's a squid. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, But is
1: this game... I thought we were talking about robots, so I might not know what's happening at all.
0: Well, is this game... A, Pew Pew. B, Space Space. Oh, jeez. C, Ver Ver. Or D... Jack Diamond in the Roof.
1: Oh my gosh. And then the the one that's like, well, see now is that you? The one that actually sounds like the name of a game. Because I mean, we never talked about Jack Diamond again. No, we didn't. (laughs) But it's like these developers love to describe things that has nothing to do with the title. So Mm -hmm. like, this is a really hard game. I'm going to go with D. It's probably wrong. The answer is B, space, space. Space, space. Yeah. All right. Makes
0: no sense.
1: Nope. I mean, robots, I guess, from space. <laughs> polyps.
0: <So>. Robot polyps. <laughs> Sounds like a disease.
1: <gasps> it really does. I had to go to the doctor today. Those robot polyps, I'm telling you. They say, I mean, even diseases are getting taken over by robots these mm. days. It's just.
0: Okay. Insane. So now I get to do another voice.
1: Ooh.
0: <clears throat> I guess I'm going to lean toward. Yeah, I'll lean toward this. <clears throat> Hello, my friends. Today, Grandpa Octopus will tell you a very instructive story. A long time ago, the magical geese settled on the small island. They practiced magic, sang funny songs, and made croutons. But one day, the evil Cthulhu rose from the depths of the ocean. He wanted to eat the sun and enslave the whole world. But the magical geese did not let him do it. Cthulhu was defeated by the Goose Brotherhood. And before he sank to the bottom of the ocean, he said he would be back in a thousand years and eat the sun. The geese were glad to have won. They sang songs and ate croutons. These geese stopped practicing magic, thinking that the evil Cthulhu was defeated forever. A thousand years had passed since then, and I know Cthulhu. He keeps his word. Play this game for everyone in the avoid-em-up genre with elements of top-down shooter, clicker, and side-scroller. Play for the three-headed Super Drake. Fight against huge bosses while listening to drive music. Surprise the mushroom queen and pick all the mushrooms. Crush the jelly <laughs> ram and conquer the outer space. But remember that the geese are watching you.
1: Are you, did you, just for, for clarity, are they eating croutons? Yes. But we say okay. croutons. <laughs> okay, so I was like, I just wanted to make sure that I, I understood. Hmm. Um, not that that will help me, I'm sure, but, well, you know. Well, we don't know. Is this
0: <clears throat> A, Geese verse, versus Cthulhu, hmm. B, a Gaggle of Tentacles, C, Call of the Waterfowl, or D, a Gander <laughs> of Lovecraft?
1: Ooh, I really like C. Cute, so it's probably yours. What was B again? A gaggle of tentacles. I like that one. Let's go B. It's probably too creative for them, but let's see.
0: Answer is A. Geese versus Cthulhu.
1: Yeah, yeah. Of course they did.
0: I mean, you're, you're being. We too- really
1: need to get these devs listening yeah, they to should. the show.
0: Hmm. I mean, you you you're too kind to think that. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, there's there's been a couple of times where my theory has failed me, where I'm like, nope, too creative, and then it was that one, and I went, wow, okay, mm-hmm. I got I got shocked there because you could easily make the rest of them garbage to throw me off. Sure, sure, and I've done that. On the one time, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Not that you need to throw me off too much, you no, know. It's fine. I do that on my own. <laughs> 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 so today,
0: uh. There's there's still an idea. There was an idea I was wanting to do last week that I, I couldn't do because Todd was here. And it's not that Todd yeah, couldn't it's, participate. Todd but...
1: was just in the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was actually lovely to get to see him again. It sure. was. It's been far too long. It was really good.
0: No, with with Todd here and and the situation at hand being 100 episodes, I I, I felt like a little talk about you know the last 100 episodes or whatever and the beginning of everything was mm. was important. Um, mm. then there was another story that happened a few weeks back that I wanted to talk about, but instead of just mentioning and passing, I felt maybe it was more appropriate to really dig deep and tell a much larger story. So that's what we're going to do today. Okay. Uh, and then hopefully next week, nothing will happen. And then I can get to the, the other thing that I want to do.
1: So many ideas, so yeah. little time. And I'm, I'm glad hey, at least that's like the prep is done, right?
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm you glad. I'm glad that, uh, I have a lot of things built up to, to kind of get to. So it's it's helping, you know, so I don't yeah. have to plan. It's just like, oh, we'll right. just take this and it's this. It's like
1: the this. days I know what game I'm going to play before I go live. I'm like, yeah. yes, I don't even have to do any freaking out. <laughs> exactly.
0: So I'll ask you uh, up front, do you know the name John Joseph Kirby Jr.? No. Okay. Uh, does it? Ring a bell in any capacity. Maybe you heard it in passing.
1: I started to sing John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt in my head, <laughs> if that helps you. How close am I?
0: No, no, no. Not at all. Okay. Then not no. at all. Okay. Uh, if then anybody no. heard the name recently uh, in passing, it may have been in memoriam as he passed away on October 2nd on uh, mm. at the age of 79 due to blood cancer. Perhaps if you've heard his name at all and associate it with anything It would be as the savior of Donkey Kong. Oh, okay. So, you may be wondering, what does that mean? Well, today, boys and girls, I'm going to tell you the legend of a man known as John Kirby. Because, like many wonderful tales of great heroes, details about his past can be a little scarce, but we want to focus on what the importance was to the gaming industry. Because one particular moment in his life changed so much. What he did fundamentally changed what could have been something completely different. I'm kind of curious to see that alternate reality where something else could have happened. But anyway, our tale begins in the great year of 1982. The president of MCA Universal, Sid Sheinberg saw the potential in the booming video game market. Little did he know that it was going to crash a year later, but that's not important.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but he saw the potential, he saw what it was doing, and he wanted to get his hands in that money pot. So what would be the best way to approach something like that? You know, you'd think, well, let's start up our own game division. Let's let's uh, develop our own games. Let's, let's create our own console, something like that, right? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Scheinberg decided lawsuits would be the way to go. Because Scheinberg had learned of the success of a little game called Donkey Kong and decided that he would send his VP of legis- le- legislation bleh. there's a I know the word legislative.
1: <laughs> there we go. Steven talking. Take yeah. 2.
0: He decided he would send his VP of legislative matters, Bob Haddle, Haddle H A D L Haddle. 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 Haddle.
1: Like a like a paddle. Yeah. Haddle. So we'll just call him Haddle. Or is it hadle? Haddle? Like a ladle. Hadle Haddle.
0: Hadle Haddle. haddle, haddle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> John Jacob Jinger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Mr. Haddle was gonna go investigate the character of Donkey Kong to see if it possibly infringed on a property that Universal owned.
1: King Kong. Okay, sure.
0: Obviously, Haddle had concluded that there was sufficient enough evidence to prove that Donkey Kong was a ripoff of King Kong. So legal proceedings began. But, oh boy, Scheinberg didn't stop there. He also went after Coleco, sending out a cease and desist to the company, which was actually planning to ship copies of Donkey Kong with its ColecoVision. Now, Coleco President Arnold Greenberg agreed to pay Scheinberg 3% in royalties from the sale of Donkey Kong, leading to Scheinberg dropping all legal action against them as long as they continued to pay royalties. So he didn't have to do anything. He just gets paid.
1: So wait, they just got scared? and didn't be like, you don't own a monkey?
0: Yeah, because at the same time, Greenberg... Said nothing to Nintendo about this backdoor agreement. And he actually tried to convince Nintendo to settle. Mm. That's how scared and shady this guy was. Now, on the same token, in the same kind of uh, area, Tiger Electronics, who was a market leader in handhelds in the 80s, you remember those? You remember the little Tiger Electronic That's- games? Was,
1: yeah, kind of. They were yeah. just—they were I a, simple. I don't think I had one.
0: No, they were simple little games. There, there was nothing to them. They were just a screen and some weird. Uh, it's terrible when you think about now, but they were just simple little handheld games, and they were could they, be of anything. I might
1: have to look them up. Were they the ones that are just like it was the one game and that was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it was the, yeah, it was then, yeah. I had a couple gray screen, and then the 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 game was was actually uh-huh. just lights on a screen. I guess. Anyway, uh, they got entangled into this pursuit as well because they actually had a license to use King Kong and made a handheld game for King Kong. However, Universal decided to revoke their license, claiming that the game that they had made was too much like Donkey Kong. So... (laughs) The president, Sorry, yeah, the the president of Tiger fought back, refusing to allow them to do this. But Sid Sheinberg yeah. uh, decided that he was just going to continue to to rough elbows. But they they fought a little bit over the claim of ownership, and that was the key thing here: is that Tiger actually challenged Universal's claim of ownership on King Kong at that time. So Sid Sheinberg kind of just I was like, "All right, all right, all right, it's fine, it's fine, we'll let it go." Now, during all this, Nintendo's attorney at the time, Howard Lincoln, whose name may ring a bell to certain people in the 80s, was considered, or was considering an out-of-court settlement early on. But, after much debate and research, he decided that it was not in the company's best interest. So, Bob Haddle continued, Haddle, he continued to argue that Donkey Kong was an infringement of Universal's rights to King Kong, but Lincoln countered that argument, pointing to numerous unlicensed uses of the name, and pointed out that Universal's trademark on that character was less than a decade old. Haddle rebuked or rebuked these claim, claims. God <sighs> words, man. <laughs> Haddle rebuked these claims and agreed to send Lincoln a chain of title, which in legal terms it's a sequence of historical transfers of title to a property. So he was going to send that to him and be like, here, here's proof. We own, we own this thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, several weeks passed and no such documentation ever appeared on Lincoln's desk. So Howard Lincoln decided to go back to Universal and reach out for answers. And when he did, he was met with a demand for more money. Uh, of course. So with this additional push, Nintendo decided to set a meeting with Scheinberg. Scheinberg, when he learned of this meeting, felt that Nintendo was finally ready to give in and he wanted to ensure that that transaction was going to go over smoothly and that they could possibly do business in the future, despite the strong-arming that was going on. Sure. However, Scheinberg was met with a very blunt message that Universal had no legal basis to make threats and that if they, that if Nintendo themselves felt liable for anything, they would pay up. But they didn't, and they refused to do so. So, Scheinberg was so blindsided and embarrassed by this ploy that he kicked all the court proceedings into high gear as fast as possible. First, Universal covered their own asses by demanding that Tiger Electronics alter their game enough to where it's not a Donkey Kong ripoff. Therefore, they could not be sued or countersued by Nintendo. So, they... Tried to take care of that, and they were just like, yeah. All Tiger Electronics did was change the guy's hat. <laughs> That's about it. Then on June 29th, 1982, uh. Universal officially sued Nintendo while concurrently announcing an agreement to license King Kong to Coleco. Furthermore, more cease and desist letters were sent to licensees of Nintendo uh or companies who were licensing the Donkey Kong character, putting it on products like cereal or or lunch boxes or whatever. And several of these companies caved to the pressure. But then there were others like Milton Bradley who said, go F yourself because we're not doing it.
1: Oh, so the larger companies had the ability to be like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, with this becoming a full-fledged court case, Howard Lincoln hired John Kirby to represent Nintendo. At the time, Kirby had won cases for other big companies like Pepsi, and there were some others, but that's the only one I can remember off the top of my head. But but he seemed like a solid choice because of everything he'd done for these companies. So Kirby took it upon himself to research the game's development of Donkey Kong to truly see how connected the properties were. Now, while there was no tangible connection discovered, Donkey Kong designer Shigeru Miyamoto, yes, that Miyamoto, did oh. claim that he had referred to the ape character as King Kong during development as it was kind of used in a very generic sense. You know, like anybody sees a, a giant gorilla and be like, ah, look, it's King Kong, ah, like we all do. That's what he was doing. Right, not every day. Yeah, he wasn't saying it was King Kong. It was just, eh, that's a thing. Now, Universal City Studios Incorporated versus Nintendo Co. Limited was heard at the United States District Court for the Southern District of New York by Judge Robert W. Sweet. Universal's counsel, Townley and Updike, argued that the game's plot, uh, paper thin as it was, was a direct infringement of the film. And that the public at large could be easily confused by the similarities between Donkey Kong and King Kong. Okay. Well, this isn't a bad argument per se. Because I'll say this, I cannot tell you how many times my mom referred to each character either or. She's like, oh, are you watching Donkey Kong? It's like, no mom, it's King Kong for God's sakes, please don't call him Donkey (laughs) Kong. It's King Kong. And then you're playing... You know,
1: the people that would be purchasing these things anyway. Exactly.
0: (laughs) So, again, while it's... I I get where you can kind of lean on that a little bit. John Kirby decided to uh, whip out a little knowledge of his own because not only did he start with showing off key differences between the characters, he led them... To a key point that Universal didn't technically own the rights to King Kong at all. Ooh. Oh. It gets so much better.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, I already like this guy. Now,
0: (laughs) we're going to rewind just a little bit so you have a little clarity as to understand why. Back in 1975 producer Dino De Laurentiis wanted to remake King Kong and had an apparent verbal agreement to do that film with Universal. However, De Laurentiis was looking to pay RKO Pictures, who, if you can go way back to all you younglings out there, made King Kong back in 1933. He was going to pay them $200,000 outright for the rights to do so. This led to an extremely complicated legal battle that I won't really dig into here. But suffice it to say, you had RKO Pictures, Universal, Dino De Laurentiis, and the estate of Marion C. Cooper, who was the author of the original story. Yeah, that's a mess. Yeah, it was so many threads of legal Mm -hmm. connections here. But suffice it to say that Universal proved in that case that because a novelization of King Kong written by Delos W. Lovelace, was written the same year the original film was made had fallen into public domain, it meant that the plot of King Kong was in fact mm-hmm. public domain, yeah. and they won that case. Therefore, it stands to reason that using their own logic, their own case winner, they proved Mm -hmm. they had no legal basis to the plot of King Kong. And their case was empty. (laughs) Yeah. So because of this, Judge Sweet ruled against Universal, chastised the company for their foolish endeavor. Right. Uh, Trying to make a buck here, and you know how stupid they were using their own court case against them. Mm. He also declared that Donkey Kong, at best, was a parody of King Kong, and that all companies sent cease and desist letters were given the right to seek damages against Universal. On top of that, Tiger Electronics handheld game was ruled an infringement of Donkey Kong. So now, with all these chips in Nintendo's (laughs) corner, they were given two options. They were given the option to take any licensing profits away from Universal, or just to accept a flat statutory damages rate. So Nintendo decided to take the licensing profits, which amounted Mm -hmm. to roughly $56 million. Considering Universal was beaten by their own argument, one might assume that attempting to continue this fight would be an embarrassment. Well, let it be known that Universal isn't exactly swelling with pride as they appealed that decision, even trying to prevent or present surveys of people who were supposedly dumbfounded thinking the characters were the same. Like, they sent... They went to, to places that had these games and and tried to coerce people to say, "Do you think this is King Kong? This is King Kong and This is this is a whole thing." Right, with and
1: leading questions, sure. Yeah.
0: Everything that they presented was so thin. So thin. And <laughs> their court appeal was denied and the verdict was upheld. But yet they continued for a second time.
1: Jesus Christ, Universal. Yeah. And this led to Nintendo receiving... Just make a new thing! Right? It would cost you less money.
0: <laughs> this led to Nintendo receiving an additional $1.8 million from Universal to pay for all the legal fees that they put them through. And in the end, uh, to the appeals for Universal. They, they shut that shit down after two. They were like, you're not doing this again.
1: The court, dude, I don't know if I was Nintendo, I'd be like, let them keep going. Yeah, dude. This is, this is great.
0: The court ruled that the company knowingly pursued legal restitution having no rights to the property claimed, which amounted to a wanton and reckless disregard for Nintendo's rights. Furthermore, Universal's conduct amounted to an abuse of judicial process and in that sense caused a longer harm to the public as a whole. So uh, they got it they got it bad, yeah
1: that's they did.
0: that's greed for you though
1: I mean it's very rare that you get to hear like it turned out that way, mm-hmm. like i uh, screw you said, yeah, for sure, and with
0: this win, Nintendo established themselves as a major player in the industry, gave them the confidence to go forward solo into the world of gaming. Mm-hmm. Because they were, if you remember, a few weeks back, they were going to team with Atari. Right. But they didn't. They went solo. Uh, And this was all thanks to the wonderful, wonderful actions of John Kirby. Whipping out that, look, you guys are stupid. Boom. All right. Uh, And with sailing being something of a passion for Mr. Kirby, Nintendo personally thanked him for his work with the gift of a sailboat christened the Donkey Kong.
1: Oh, my God. I love it.
0: <laughs> they also...
1: But were people confused? No, no, no. Did he get the King Kong version or I'm the sh- Donkey
0: Kong version? I think, I think he got it right. Plus, they also awarded him the rights to the name for any boat he wanted to christen Donkey Kong. So there could be more. Oh,
1: okay. There could be. Okay. Mm. But if it switched, like if he sells it, is that an issue? Like I'm like, Or if he did, I guess. I. Well, I guess say, he would he still
0: maintain the rights to that name on the boat or
1: something. I don't know. I don't know. I, didn't, I, didn't I go can and- just see like at this day and age now, it's like, oh, new new people at Nintendo let's sue his great grandkids who now owns the boat or something. Sure, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I have such faith in humanity, as you can tell. Sure. <laughs> now, it has <is>
0: also <laughs> been rumored, and I say rumored because many, many things I've read have not explicitly confirmed as such. Some say rumor, some say oh yeah, it's true. So I'm going to I'm going to stick with rumor, but you can mm-hmm. see where it might be legit. Uh it's also been rumored that everyone's favorite fluffy pink black hole, Kirby, was named mm-hmm. after John Kirby. Ah. So Was he
1: a pudgy, joyful little fella? He was not. <laughs> oh, so, <okay>. you know. <laughs> Well, I mean he might have been joyful, I guess. In sure. character. But whether or
0: not that's true, I don't know. But all I know yeah. is that his work on the case kept Universal from strong arming what was at the time the fledgling little Nintendo company and allowed them to become the presence in the industry they are today. Just okay. think well, what would I have mean, happened. Thank you, Universal. Yeah. I mean well, what would have happened if they'd <laughs> had if they had settled? They would have had that was essentially guilt yeah. and they would have just went along yeah. their business and they would have gotten the rights and Donkey Kong would not be Donkey Kong today.
1: I was going to say we would probably have never seen it again because it sounds like they just wanted to kill it all and suck your money away.
0: Furthermore, as as aggressive as they were over this, over something they mm-hmm. knew they had jack shit on, if they did get their hands on Donkey Kong, where would Mario be? Because I guarantee you... Mm they would have started fighting for the rights to that character as well, saying, it's in our game, you ripped it off, he's there. I know you call him Jumpman, Mm -hmm. but that's the same guy. Is it not? Is it not? Huh? Huh? Huh?
1: But he's wearing a blue overall Mm -hmm. instead of a red, so it's not the same. Right. Just saying. Just saying.
0: (laughs) But uh, rest in peace, Mr. Kirby. Thank you for saving Donkey Kong.
1: Absolutely. From greed. And I hope you enjoyed many pleasant sails across whatever lake, ocean you had in your Donkey Kong ship. Boat. Mm-hmm. boat. Sailboat. Motorized boat. Yeah.
0: But I thought that was Motorized. a fascinating story. And it was just mind boggling reading through it going, my God, Universal, just stop. You, right. You.
1: Like, that's what makes you facepalm so hard where it's just like, you just keep screwing yourself yeah. out of greed. My God. And it, it probably would have cost them less, like you're right, to start their own games division. Yeah. But they, you said they were awarded fifty-four million? Fifty-six. Fifty-six? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that in 1982 terms, you could have you could have started sure. a games division easy. Mm-hmm. With stuff you actually did own. Yeah.
0: But they were so hell bent on that one character. All because and uh, like I said, I mean you look at the characters. I never in my days, outside of the name Kong, did I look mm. at Donkey Kong and say, holy shit, that's King Kong. It was just a game, and I was like, oh, it's a Kong. It's a, it's a okay, so they're apes. I, okay. I wonder why yeah. his name is Donkey. That's oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's it.
1: Nobody argued that, right?
0: No. Which, yeah, right? Stubborn, like <laughs> Universal.
1: Jeez, man wow but yeah
0: there's your story that's our show
1: go look this guy
0: up this is really really awesome guy
1: yeah sounds like it uh
0: hit us up on twitter sometime at super mega crash you can send us an email at super at gmail dot com. if you know of any stories like this you know fascinating little tales about the gaming world let us know share them yeah. say hey go go look into this thing i think it's pretty awesome and i'll go look into it and then i'll, I'll say hey this person on twitter said the thing and you know what we don't normally yeah. read tweets that we get on twitter but i i'm gonna do I, this is late in the show i'm sorry but a uh, shout out to <laughs> the tap stream for congratulating us on our 100 thank yeah. you appreciate. Tabs
1: it. a lovely lovely gentleman. Yeah. I, I need he to do be this checking him out on his Twitch.
0: Yeah, I need to do this more often. I'm sorry, <laughs> people. I'm trying. I haven't even posted the Instagram thing as of recording, so it'll be up by the time you read this. I'm trying. It's like
1: It's like you were busy or something. Um, yeah, you know.
0: I don't know. Anyway, but anyway, hey, find us on Instagram and you'll see uh Please. last week's weekly icon art as as well as this week's weekly icon art, which I haven't done yet, but I will by the time you see it. It was going to be complicated. You heard the story, so it'll be great. Uh, Support the show by pressing a like button, leaving reviews on your preferred platform, and even going to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions. And you can tell your friends to find us on the pencil and paper podcast network found on Apple podcast, Podbean, Spotify, Google play, Stitcher, and even youtube.com slash pencil paper productions. Thank you so much for listening. I am Stephen White. I'm Alicia Finley. Join us again next time Super Mega Crash Siblings but until then game on